Jewish audio on Chabad.org. Good morning. With the help of Hashem, we are learning today's three Prakim Rambam, starting with Hilchai Shvisas Yamtiv. We're going to go through the Koisetas, the header, and God willing, we will learn the first three chapters, Prakim Aleph, Beis, and Gimel. So let us begin. Hilcha Shvisas Yamtiv says the Rambam Yesh Bechlolan Shteim Esrei Mitzvahs. It includes twelve mitzvahs. Sheish Mitzvahs Asei, Vesheish Mitzvahs Loisa Sevzo Pratim. Aleph Lish Boys Borishin Shal Pesach to rest. That's a, like an action that we're doing. We're resting, and in the negative, not to do malach on the first day. Gimel Lish Boys Bashvish Shal Pesach Dalid Shuloi Lasoyis Boy Malach. Next Yamtiv. Hey Lish Boys Bechag Ashavuos. And Vav, Shaloi Lassus by Melach. Zayin Lishboys Beresh Ashana. Ches, Shaloi Lassus by Melach. Tes Lishboys Beresh and Shalchaga Sukais. Yud, Shaloi Lassus by Melach. Note that Amam did not mention Yom Kippur. Yom Kippur was the last segment. That Amam doesn't mention Shabbos either. So it's like Shabbos Yom Kippur in one category, and then all of the other Yom Tevim in the other category. Yudalaf Lishboys Bashmini. And you'd base shaloi lasos by melacha, ubir shvisas yomim elu will be be prakim elu, starting with pedek aleph with pedek krishin. Pedek krishin is going to give you the general rules of that which is permitted, that which is asur anyantiv. We're going to learn something very unique, Yakir, that even though the Rambam paskins like Rab Shimon by Shabbos, binegian noilad lekula. By Yomtiv, the Rambam paskins lechumra, as we'll learn through these halachas. That's a very big difference. And in this chapter, we will also learn at the end about Yomtiv Sheni Shalgalus, which you can't even call, it's like a minig. A minig was instituted in halacha, as we will see in this chapter. This chapter has 24 halachas, beginning with halacha alaf. Sheishes yomim ha'elu sha'asodan ha'kosav vasiyas malach. The six days that the Torah prohibits in doing work. What are the six days? The first and the seventh day of Pesach. The first and the eighth day of, of Sukkot. We're not speaking about Golos. We're speaking about Eretz Yisrael. One day of Chag HaShavuos. And one day of Rosh Hashanah. Hein hanikroim yomim toivim. And shvisas kulam shaveh. In other words, all of them are equal. Guys, remember this klal. When the Torah writes, Melacha means all of the Melachas. Whenever we use the word Melachas Avoida, you know what that means? It means all of the Melachas aside of Eichel Nefesh. And indeed, by Yantif, Melachas Avoida Zaser, Anything that's needed for eating and drinking is permitted. Actually, resting, refraining, the act of refraining, the act of refraining. I know it sounds like a paradox. Refraining is not an action, it's considered like an action. Which means rest. Which is not like building, demolishing, weaving. Also, as it says, and furthermore, let's go if someone violated that. What's the punishment? Shabbos kilo, Yom Kippur kares, and Yom Tiv nisht, and Yom Kippur malchus. Halachigimel. Hoisa avois melachis harbe beyomte basra achas. 
For example, a person was zara ubana v'sasar v'arik basra achas. Unlike on Shabbos, what would be the din on Shabbos? Right? The Torah says, Leisavaro eish b'chol moshroi seichem. Right? The machloik is tanoim. One shita is, right? Lelav yotzes or lechalek yotzes. Lechalek means well, that's where we paskin that a person who violates, even though there was only one asra, but many melachas will be chayv al kol achas va'achas. That's only by Shabbos. By Yom Tevein Eloike la'achas. Because chiluk melachas le'Shabbos ve'ein chiluk melachas le'Yom Tev. Big, these are the big rules. Halacha dalit. Kol melachas chayv and olev Shabbos. Now, im also oisav Yom Tev. Shaloi l'tzoy rechachilon. Indeed, like, um, like we mentioned until now, now even there, there are exceptions. Carrying, if I carry a siddur, carrying a siddur is not l'tzorich malach. Mutter, or making a fire. And guys, I know that now midrabanan to kindle a fire is also anyantiv midrabanan. Anyantiv, we can pass a fire from a pre-existing flame, but to create a fire is also midrabanan midoyraisa. You can create a fire anyantiv. And and for what can I create a fire? N- not. Even not to warm myself up, but not for eating. And that's the klala of Vesilol. And therefore, cotton, you can carry a minor, you can carry a sefer toira, you can carry a key, from one issue to the other. Chain, let's go to fire. Mutelahavir, you can kindle a fire. Afapisha in a tsarachila. However, all the other malachas, all the other malachas, guys, listen to what the Ramam is paskani. I guess if there's a tsarachila, what other malacha can be tsarachila? Huge. Huge. All of them, all the, all the, you know, the categories of the Mishnah. First category is all about the baking bread. So let's go. Shechita. Now, why, one second, why not harvesting? That I'm almost saying in a moment. Harvesting is also lachila. So wait. Shechita, lisha, kneading, uh, baking, the chayyot sabahem. However, v'chol she'en memsara chachila. For example, weaving, writing, building, the chayyot sabahem. That's taka also. However, now that we said this big hetid, anything that's l'tzayda chachila is mutter, lest one think. I can cut, I can harvest. I can thresh, I can winnow. So now we have the other rule. And if you would do it before Yamtiv, there would be no hafsit. There would be no downside. No downside doesn't mean you wouldn't have it. It wouldn't be as tasty. That's a downside. Wouldn't make a difference. Guys, no problem. Even though it's now, Taka, why did they make this Gezeda? Falama Asru Davaze. Gezeda Shema Yaniach Adam Alachois. Sheefshala Soysen Miba Edavli Yamtiv. If you can do it, you're going to push it off for Yamtiv. And Venimsa Yamtiv Kuli, Hoylach Basias Oysim Alaches, and the Yamana Misimchas Yamtiv. Veloyiloi Pnai. The Ramam doesn't write the Davin and to learn. Lachavalishtis. Halachavav. Umitamza Atzmaim. So the kasha is, why is Hoytzah different? This is the answer. Because every Hoytzah, every Hoytzah, you can argue, is a malacha that could have done an Erev Yamtiv. So either permit them all or prohibit it all. And Taka, why don't we prohibit it all? Because that's going to completely take away Simchas Yamtiv. It's like a city without an Eruv. It's like the is on a city to build an Eruv. 
as the place can say for this because you're 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 you're, you're making people feel untrapped. Don't walk around like your hands are tied up. Since it involves ASIC, guys, ASIC doesn't mean activity. It means a prolonged activity. An activity that you're not going to be yomtiv dik. You're not going to be involved in simchas yomtiv. And what will be an example of malachas oichel nefesh? Or letzoyrech oichel nefesh that could have done before. Ein choytzin, one may not harvest. Ve'ein doshin, you may not thresh. Ve'loi zon, you may not winnow. Ve'loi berin, you may not separate. Ve'loi techin, you may not grind. Wheat, v'loy merakt, and you may not sift flour. Be yamtiv. Why? Shkol eid v'chayitzah behem. Efshalas v'esim be'erev. V'emekach hefset v'oyeches. But from the moment you are kneading and going forward, right? Kneading already, it's fresh, less fresh. Halachaches avoloshin v'oyfin. You can knead, you can bake, you can shecht, you can cook on yamtiv. Because even though you're right, you could have done it yesterday. Yesh bekach hefset, or at least some lack of taste. Chesren tam. Like something that was baked yesterday. All of the other subsidiary articles involved in food preparation that if there's a chesed in Erev, what would be a great example? Grinding herbs. Grinding herbs, you're not eating the herbs. The herbs themselves are only here to make the food taste better. Even that could be done on Yom Tif. So now that we established you could cook and bake on Yom Tif, you know guys, only for Yom Tif. You don't do it for the weekday. Because now, what happens if you made it for Yom Tev and you have leftovers? Gavaldik. Then mutalachal Another detail. There are certain things that either you don't have to add more work if you add more pieces of meat, or more than that, there are many things, like we'll see later, like when you bake, at least in the ovens of old, that if I bake a bread and the oven is full, the bed that I break will taste better. So I'm filling up an oven because this one will taste better. Also, mutter. Memala isha kadeira basar, afapisha inesricha lachaticha achas. Umamala nachtum chavish samayim, afapisha inesricha lachita nechad. Here, by the way, some of this is because you're not adding extra activities. You're not adding, you're doing the same alacha. Umamala isha tandar afapisha inesricha lachikarechad. By the bread that Amam writes, an additional reason. Shabazman shapas menuba. When the oven is filled with bread, every individual bread bakes better. A person can fill up many jugs at the same time. They only need, uh, I'm sorry, very good, salting. Why? Because you're not adding any extra activity. And you did it. Or if you invited guests and therefore you made a lot of food and they did not come. And all of the food that you cooked or baked, left over, However, regarding this, we say, Don't act with guile. Don't make believe as if you're preparing it for a guest. And the Im Harim, 
you can say, well, I prepared it for Shabbos. No. Let me tell you what that means. It means it's not a trefo. If you won't check the animal, it's possible the animal will die on its own and it will become an avela. You'll have a huge money loss. Still, to shecht it today, you have to know that you will ha- at least eat a kazayas of it. Why am I saying a kazayas Why am I not cooked? Because when an animal is misukenes, you have to shecht it right away. Now, if this happens yomtev uh, afternoon, you can do it as long as there's enough time to have some benefit from it on yomtev. And roasting is the quick, quickest way to make it ready. All of this heter of Tzeichel Nefesh is only to cook it and bake it for a Jew. Not for a non-Jew, not Likolovim. And that's based on the Pasuk. Chazal learn, Lochem means one thing, you Eden. One thing can exclude many things, because many things are not this one thing. Lochem v'loi l'goyim, lochem v'loi l'klovim. And therefore, because you're not doing extra malacha for the guy, all the food on Shabbos was cooked from before Shabbos. But the It's very important cloud. Let me add another nuance that if a person has the wealth of America, nowadays everything is barchava and you don't invite over two guests. And if you're going to have a third guest, you have to know beforehand because then you have to put two potatoes more into the chalot. You make food for 30 people. It makes no difference whether there'll be 29 or 35, it's all the same thing. Then you can also, even before, invite a guy. But you have to know that no matter whether he'll come or not, or she'll come or not, you're not changing the quantity of food. Halacha yudal. People think it's connected to Pesach. Yes, yeah, Pesach is a yomtev, but it's not just about not having a goy by the seder. It's about the, you have to be mindful of the rules in order to be able to have a goy for yomtev to begin with. Any yomtev, including for the seder. Halacha yudalot. What about an animal? Well, my half can only be eaten by shechita. The fact that the guy also now benefits from that shechita doesn't matter. It's like I can shecht an animal to have one kezayis for yomtev. Since she eat below I'm allowed to do it. In contrast, an Esau, a dough, if it belongs half to a guy and half to a yid, you cannot bake the whole dough because a dough you can break in half. Another rule. If you have Ben Echayel, soldiers, we're looking for a heter. Because if you're going to say no to these soldiers, you don't know what's going to happen. But you have to find a heter. What will be one heter? That if you would take some of the bread and give it to a child, to an infant, they would be a fine. They wouldn't be makbit. So I can argue that everything that I'm baking is for a Jewish child. Another heter. If you have an isa that you make for dogs. If the shepherds eat from dogs' food, Keminag America here, like the adults, they go down on the floor and they go into that bowl with the dog to, be, to make the dog feel comfortable, to make them feel comfortable, or if they identify as dogs, the whole, the, the whole Toyota's America, then nefes biyamtiv, because it's also for human beings, for so-called. Halacha tezvav, hamavashu biyamtiv lagoyim, 
To cook for a guy in which you were not allowed to do, or lebehema, which you were not allowed to do, or lenech lechayel, even though you were not allowed to do it, ain't like Why not? Even though because you can say sheilu boy loy archim, hoyeloy oisat tafshur oyelohem. you made food for a behema. Guests will come. You can give it to them. I don't know. And furthermore, also lenafshiv ohayser bechalts on a problem. Mutal lahachal lemenu legoyim lebehema. Now, let's go. The chitzah v'sicha are considered eating and drinking. They are allowed to be non on Guys, these are big halachas. But let's wait until the end of this halach. Because it says, Asher ya'ocha l'chol nefesh. L'chol nefesh means, if you remember by Yom Kippur, we said nefesh means eating and drinking, but it actually means more. What other activities connect the body and the soul? Sicha. Sicha b'chlal shesia. Sicha then, Kevin knows about the anointing with oil, the ways they used to tip a waiter in the good old days was that you would, uh, it makes a lot of sense. The extra oil you would put on their head, that would be the tip. Because it's soyrech haguf. And that goes to bathing. And that's, if that's the case, you can warm up hot water on Yom Tiv, But there's one thing. If you remember in Elche Shabbos, that the Chachamim made a because of the balonim that would war, warm up water on Shabbos. So when they made a takana not to bathe, I'm not talking about us, we're talking about a bath, they made a takana not to bathe on Shabbos and on Yom Tiv. So you can take a wash, body parts, body parts. And because of the Gezeras Merchets, guys, we learned this in the Shabbos, these are dinim that we cannot change. Bathing in hot water on Shabbos. Now, what are you allowed that Amam writes? Washing, what am I getting at? What about taking a shower? Not only your whole body. So there's a big difference if you wash your body ever ever. Or whether you wash your body all together. Let's build it. Then, Okay, anyways, the Ramah writes that on Yom Tif, you cannot, you can only wash your body, Ever Ever, but not Kol Gufay Biyachat. I just love there's so much to talk about the kids. There's some showers, like the one in my house, you never wash your whole goof ba'abasachas. Get under this, get under that. Some people have these showers, what are they called? I don't have the name, it's big. It's a big difference, halachically. Halachically. But what about that? So just to know, benegea bathing, another nukuda, just to have the oasis, that anything that's not shovel achol nefesh, anything that's not shovel achol nefesh, the chachamim did not allow. And that also has to do with Rechitza. Rechitza in the times of Chazal was not Shavu Lachal Nefesh because people would bathe once a week if they would do that. So don't bathe on Yantif. Many of the late of now, many of the place can now say the world changed. People bathe every day. People shower every day. And the more it becomes something that Shavu Lachal Nefesh, the more we should be matted. And, and, and Mitzat Sheni, the, the flip side, is that smoking. That uh, when I grew up in the 80s, everyone was still smoking. And everyone smoked on Yantif. You don't kindle a fire in the Rabbanan, but from a pre-existing flame, everyone would smoke. You can't put the cigarette out. Many places can say, since nowadays it's not Shavu Lachol Nefesh, I'm not talking about marijuana, I'm talking about cigarettes. That's not Shavu Lachol Nefesh, that many people say you can't smoke anymore. Anyways, that, you know, it's, the Shavu Lachol Nefesh is a big role over here, and that can be matter, something that's also, and it can be asr, something that's mutter, but let's leave it at that. We don't say this by something that's not Shavu Lachol Nefesh. I think the Gemara in Beitzah was about Mugmar, 
was about burning the perfume on Yom Tov under the clothing. It wasn't Shavu Lachol Nefesh, only Yashirim did it. Okay. Something like that. Yeah, I think that was the source. But that's that just to be aware of these words. Halacha Yudzai. Kol Sha'asur B'Shabes. Mepnei Shud Doimel Molach. If you remember, in Hilcha Shabbos, so you had the Lama Tes Molachis, Avos on the Toldus, and then you had uh, these two reasons. Either it's Doimel Molacha, or it might lead you to a Molacha. Generally, that becomes a Shvus. Then we learned from Yeshayo, V'Daber Daber, Mosayv Chavzcha. Then we had Muktzah. So he said like this: Anything that's Asar on Shabbos. Now we're going from Midrash Abanans. Bei Mishum, whether it's because it's Doimel Molacha or maybe Le Doimel Molacha. These are the two main reasons for Shvusin. Bei Mum Shvus, the Rambam puts it, or Shvus. Obviously, that's another sub, another nuance. Hareyu aser biyantiv. Elam kein hoy b'yitzarech achid of chayyot zeba. Oy devarim sheim mutarim biyantiv. As we'll learn soon, with our other exceptions. Chol shasal tatal b'shabes because of muksa. Asal tatal biyantiv. Elam b'yitzarech achid of chayyot. Chol shemutar b'shab. In other words, we don't say we don't say oh dekir. But Toyek Shehutr L'Tzorech is only said by carrying and by food, direct food. That's what the Ramam said. We don't, the Ramam doesn't pass like Masil all across the board. Because you can say by Tiltul. Why is there Isra of Muqsa? Muqsa L'Tzorech Oichel Nefesh is Mutr. So say all Muqsa is Mutr. We don't say that. It has to be direct. However, here we go. There is one thing in which Yantav is more Chamur. Guys, this is amazing. Which is... Isur Muktza. Now let me tell you what the words Isur Muktza means. Isur Muktza means, and we spoke this out when we learned the sugyas in Elchas Shabbos. Is Pshat Muktza that if you set it out of your mind to be used, then you can't. Then it's Muktza. Or Adarabba, you have to set it for it to be used. It has to be Muchan for you to be allowed to use it. And if you didn't specifically designate it to be used on Yom Tif, then it's going to be Muktzah. The latter is how we understand it for Yom Tif, not for Shabbos. In other words, for Shabbos, as long as you did not resolve not to use it, if you resolve not to use it, like it's something that's a you don't want anyone to, to, to use it. That's like a on Shabbos. But if you didn't take it away from it being used, it's okay. For Yom Tiv, it has to be designated to be used. And if not, it's Mutsa. And that will include Noilat. Because Noilat, it only came into the world on Yom Tiv. That means it wasn't set to be used. It wasn't here to be set to be used. Now what, what's the logic behind it? Shabbos is only Yisr Malkis, that's Yisr Skila. That's exactly the logic. Since Yom Tev is Kalmi Shabbos, and not only is it a lesser punishment, but you have all these, all these leniencies. Anything, anything that's L'Tzorech Oichel Nefesh, anything. Shechita. And, and then when it comes to carrying and to, and to, and to kindling a fire, we say, even Metech Shutter L'Tzorech, Hutra Shuloi L'Tzorech. So, Asruboi Hamuksa. Now let's give examples of this type of category of muktzah that b'shabes muted b'yamtev aser keitzad tarnagoyles a hen hoimedes lagadol beitzim that you own it for it to lay eggs. In other words, in other words, not designated to be eaten. And by the way, on yamtev you can shecht. So anything that's designated for food won't be muktzah. But this was dafka. You know, it's, you don't want it to be eaten. It's it's your it's your egg factory. 
not to be eaten, to plow. Or v'yoyne shoivech, which yoyne shoivech, that's even more. It's not that you said you're not going to. You didn't designate it. These birds come, the birds go. So it wasn't dafka muchan to be used. Right, it's made to be. Now, what did we learn in Hilchah Shabbos and Biklal? That even though normally anything that's designated for business is muktzah for Shabbos, but not food. That Amman Paskins, that food, even if you had a bundle of food that you designated to sell, you can change your mind on Shabbos. Not for Yom Tif. You have to designate them and think you're going to eat them. But by Shabbos, no. It's not that there's no muksa for Shabbos. Of course not, guys. We had all these chapters. It means that by Shabbos, let's say we pass on like Rabbi Shimon, by Yantav, it's more like Rabbi Yehuda, something like that. Similarly, because since it just came into being, same thing, if it just came into being, it wasn't muhant. And we'll get more about that. Many consequences. Halacha 19. But in Yomtev Mechen L'Shabbos. And therefore, let's go. Beitza, Shanol de B'Yomtev. Acher Shabbos, Asuram. Now, even if you have a Tarna Goyles, Hoi Medes La'Achila. Hoi Yolumi Emesh Nigmara HaBeitza. For you to eat the egg, the egg has to be edible. If the egg was born, if the egg was born on Yom Tov after Shabbos, Gavaldik, that's, that's the Mitzias. It was readied yesterday. So when did it become food? On Shabbos. So Nimsa Shabbos, which is not allowed. And now that we can't eat an egg, that was born on Yom Tov after Shabbos, because whenever the egg comes out, it was ready a day prior. Similarly, a beitzah that's born on Shabbos, Asura. I on Shabbos, we're not so mocked by Noilid, because when did it, if it came out on Shabbos, that means it was ready on Friday. If Yom Tov will be on Friday, then what are you doing? Then you're having Yom Tov being mechan on Shabbos. Halach once something, once a food item cannot be eaten, don't think the problem is only eating it. Now, and worse, such a thing is only asur to eat and to be metaltal because of Shabbos, because of Yamtiv, which means it's a davar she'eshlematinen. So therefore, if it gets mixed, even be'elav kolam asurei shereyimachi yitro hakoyel, and because of this klal that called davar she'eshlematinen, afilu ba'alfi alafim in the bottom. Next case, hashirchat anegolus be'yamtiv umatzav be'beitz be'beitzim gumurais. Here, you can also argue if what would happen if yamtiv will be after Shabbos, and in the in the hand you find, which means it was ready a day prior, it's already something that's not normal, not usual. Because and now we say That's call number one. Now, why is Rosh Hashanah different? Says the Ramam will learn about this soon. Which will be in this Sefer of Zmanim. This word, Ikerimin, Exeh. So, first of all, that's a fact. Second, the Yom Tov is a Minik. 
only begolus Rosh Hashanah even in the Holy Land. Halacha chaves. Yom Tov Sheni. Afa pishu medivrei soifrim. Don't treat it leniently. Kol sh'asur barishin, asur b'sheni. There's one exception. We'll see about kvura, meis. Chol amachal yom tov sheni, yafil l'shir rosh hashanah. Bein b'davr shum yishum shvuz, bein b'malacha, bein sh'asichot l'tchum. Makanesim makas mardas. Or if he's not a Talmud Chacham, we're going to put him into a Chedim. We hesitate to put Talmud Chacham in a Chedim. Oy menaden oysim im layim in Talmudim. The only difference between the first day Yom Tov and the second day Yom Tov is only the Ingen Ames. What do we mean by Ingen Ames? Ketzad. Ames by Yom Tov Rishon. Guys, by the, by the letter of the law, theoretically, they have no refrigeration. They would bury them on Yom Tov Rishon through Goyim. Yisasko b'kivrosei ha-Goyim. U'bayom Tov Sheni Yidin. Everything is asked by Yisrael. In other words, as far as Amaz is concerned, there is no Yom Tov Sheni. You know what it means, it's not just the burial. What happens if they didn't build a beer? They can make the mito. They can sow the tachrichen. They can cut, they can harvest the psamim. Because these are the words. And even on Yom Tov, and now the final halach in this chapter, halach of Dalid. These two days of Yom Tev, which we call of Goliois, are not considered one continuum, but they are considered shtekedushois. Even though the Ramam just said in halach of Beis that mamish, whatever is asad on one is asad on the other. I know, but still, as the Ramam will explain in this final halach in this chapter, it's considered there's two kedushois, and they're not like one day. So I'll give you an example, something that we just learned in this chapter. If something is muksa b'yom rishon, or if something is noilad barishin, im heichen oisin l'sheni ereza muter, because yomtiv can be meichen l'yomtiv. You understand? It's ein yomtiv meichen l'shabbos, ein yomtiv meichen l'choil. For example, a beitzah that was born on the first day of yomtiv, kamiyitin on the second day. Another example, a chayva oif that were only trapped on the first day of yomtiv. Trapped then means they weren't muchand prior. That Amam says, even though it's food. I can shech on Yom Tev, but by Yom Tev we say that there's a muqsa prohibition, more than Shabbos. But yes, they can be eaten on the second day. Shouldn't have happened, but it happened, right? Or, 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 so then, Yachal Basheni. Another leniency, now we're going a little bit off. You are allowed to uh, put this type of khoil in the eye, even though there isn't any khoili. Guys, we're going into something a little bit different. When someone has an irritation in the eye with no danger, for Yom Tov Sheni we can be lenient, not for Yom Tov Rishon. That's another leniency. So before that, Rambam says El Olamais. Now we're learning another nuance. Pamed Varamamurim, all of the above. That's only Bishnei Yom Tovim Shol Galuyos. Avol Shnei Yom Tovim Shol Rosh Hashanah. The meaning of Kedusha Achas means that they're like one day. Aside of the Ingen of a mace. Aside, in other words, when it comes to a mace, guys, that if someone passes away, they can be buried by a Yid on the second day of Rosh Hashanah. But aside of that, it's like one day. So if something is Noilad the Yom Tev Rishon of Rosh Hashanah, because of the din of Noilad and Yom Tev, it cannot be eaten on the first day. But Derech Mamele, it cannot be eaten on the second day. Avol Beitzah, Shanel, the Beitzah, Rosh Hashanah, Asura Basheni, Vichin Chocha Yitzah Bazeh. Says the Rambam, Shabbos, Hasimucha Le Yom Tev. Because beautiful. 
Beautiful. This is the basic klalim of Isure Shabbos. And now we mentioned how Yom Tev has one chumra more than Shabbos. And that's what the Ramam called as Isur Muksa. And like we mentioned, it's not that Muksa is permitted on Shabbos, God forbid. We have chapters in the Rambam. But we are, take a much more lenient approach. On Yom Tev, we are much more chamur. Something has to be muchan to be used. Noilid is asur on, on Yom Tev, not on Shabbos. So now the next chapter is going to speak a lot about Muksa, the unique Muksa of Yom Tev. Perik Sheni has 18 halachas, beginning with halacha alf. Ah, Chaver Gavaldik. We learned in the previous chapter also about a Beitzah Shonol de Beyomtev in the context, in the context, Yakir, of an egg that's going to be eaten as an egg. This chapter is beginning with something different, not to be confused. An egg, Shonolda, means the egg that you have in your fridge. You want to make a scrambled egg. Efroyach Shonolad, it's a whole different thing. It's similar, didn't, but just not to be confused. Efroyach means that there was a fertilized egg. And Efroyach means it hatched on Yom Tif. What's the issue? Can you shecht it to eat it? That's a whole different category. It's a different thing. Halach halach. Efroyach shenol be Yom A chick, a chick, a chicklet hatched on uh, Yom Tif. Awesome. Because it's muksa. Like we said. Hold on. Why is it muksa? Of course I'll tell you why it's muksa. Because if you have an animal that's designated to be eaten, not, not muksa on Yom Tif. You shecht on Yom Tif. This, did you know when the chick is going to hatch? You didn't. Thank you. you didn't know. You didn't know. That's it, it, we're going to learn also later. If you have Yoyin HaShoyvach, the Ramam says that the, that the pigeons in the Shoyvach are called Muksa. You, you have to designate them, but you have to know which ones you designated. You cannot just say, whichever ones. Here also, you don't have to pick it up. We're going to learn details about it. I think it's just a machshava, but it has to be that one and that one. And then if you don't know if those are the same ones, you don't know whether it's going to hatch. The eagle should not be yomtiv. That's already different. Here, I don't care if you didn't know. I don't care if you didn't know because when the eagle was in the mother's womb, what's the whole date of pkuah? Remember, if you shech the mother, you can eat what's in it. If the mother was designated for shechita, then that eagle was designated. Because it's much agav imoi. How beautiful is it? And there, in other words, since the ilu shachad imai, while it had, once again, it had the eagle in it, even though it was not born, that's why there's no issue. Yeah. Regardless, but is there any concept that you're not supposed to be shechted on, on one day, the eagle and. No, you cannot shech the mother and the child on the same day, but if you shech a mother who's pregnant with a baby, then there's no problem. Right. Okay, Allah Chabes. Yeah, and when the Ramam is saying that the eagle is born on Yantav, you can shech it. So you, then you cannot check the mother. That's the whole theme over there. In other words, what, what, when do we say that animals were designated to be shechted? So even animals that spend the whole day outside the tchum, shiva bachet outside the yeshiva, but at least he goes to sleep in the dormitory, they're called muchanim, because he comes back every night. That's called midbariyos. Remember that whole machlokes. How do you define it? Baisoyis midbariyos. If they don't only pasture outside the tchum, but they even sleep there. And every now and then, they come home. Ah, that's called muksa, Meaning, Like we spoke out in the last chapter, that for Shabbos, the pshat is, that only if you decided not to use it on Shabbos, then it becomes muksa. If you were neutral, you didn't make a decision, 
if it's something, many times you can move it, at least, if not, but by Yom Tev, no, it's much more, you, it needed to be set to be used on Yom Tev. If you, if you weren't mechen, if it's not min hamuchan, it becomes muks. Halacha gimel. Techein, behemas kachim. Now, kachim you can't use for anything. But what happens if it gets blemished? Then you can be paid it, right? Shonel b'mamum b'yamtiv. Hoyl v'loy hoy sedate olamen of yamtiv. Asa l'shachta b'yamtiv. Now, based on that, we're building a building. L'fikach asur liras mumi kachim b'yamtiv. How can you even, how can you even look a mumcha, someone who is an expert, to, des, to say it has a mum, because what's going to happen? If the chacham is going to say that it's mutter, maybe someone erroneously was shachtan on yantiv. So therefore, you don't even look at it. But you know what you could do? You could look at the mum out of yantiv. And even yakid, even though the chacham didn't paskin yet, it's good enough. Because a guy already knew this animal, if the chacham is going to come with the psak din, that it's a mum, then I'll be allowed to shacht it. Well, now, similarly, in, in this category is a Bukhar. Bukhar is something that's Kaddish Merechem. That means you did not, you were not Magdashit, but there also, if it has a blemish, then it becomes Chulin property of the coin. So, Bukhar, Shemraylod, Umumay, Imay, Harezamuchan. Why? Because we already learned in the beginning of this chapter that a baby in the womb of the mother is Muchan Agavimay. Right, and don't forget that the whole din of Bechoyed is only when it's born. That means when it was in the mother's womb, it was Muchan. If it came out already with the womb, it never lost its Hachana. Yeah. I lost my place. Yeah, that's some daft shuvah machinim. You know, that b'charshon, no, b'charshon. Yet, yet, the aim of akel noisim beyomtiv. You don't make a bedika. No, as a kid, you don't make a bedika because of the klal. You're not boydik kachim. Now, if you made a bedika, that's the chilek. And if you did, and the guy wrongfully who looked at it, the imav of ramuma you bikraviyatira shoichet vaeichel by other kachim. If the Chacham made a mistake and he looked at it on Yantiv and he says it's a mum, you cannot shecht and eat it. Here you could, that's the nafkamina. Any animal that you cannot eat, which is what we're saying, if, even though if it has a mum now, a normal Bukhar that was born, if you can't eat it, then it's muks. If it's muks, you can't move it. We had this on Shabbos, so what do you do? It's Harbal So ideally, you give food into it. Here you go, So you can argue if I can't check both, maybe I should not be able to take out neither. Take out both, which means take out one, say I'm eating this, not the other one. Then say, no, I'm not eating this, I'm eating the other one. Take out the other one. And then once both are out, then you can go back to say, I'm going to shecht anyone I want. Why were they allowed to do this type of ha'arama? Mishum tzar balachayim itiru laharim. Behem azchulin. Shanoflim in agag. And what did we learn, guys? You have to remember, we're going to learn in all of these dinim that what? If the animal could stand up, if the animal cannot stand up. If you remember, or if the animal could walk or not walk, if the animal is unable to walk, then you can take a shechtit, but then you have to make a bedike inside the inner organs. That's the case. And it needs to have shechita bedika. I maybe you're going to discover that it became a treifa. So what? Maybe you'll be allowed to eat it, and that justifies it not being muks, and you can shecht it. Now, if they find it to be treifa yakir, then it becomes muks. Halacha hey. 
Avazim ducks for Tanagoylam chickens for Yonim and Dos Shuba Bayes. If they are in your house, they're concerned with Muchanim. The Ainat Srikim Zimun, 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 right? Muchan. Avil Yonish Shoivech, but doves that live in the dove coat, or if they live in your loft, that was a common go, they're free birds. They're not considered Muchan. Or Tsipanim Shekinu, other types of birds that they made a nest, Batapichin, in different types of basins, or in type of your buildings. No, the muksa. That's it. The Ramam says you only have to say But you don't even have to shake it. That was the You don't have to shake it. You can make it say words. And you only find Now, guys, what's the issue? The issue is you can say that if you designated that kid whites and blacks, and now they're only blacks. You know what I'm afraid? I'm afraid that all of the birds that were there flew away. All of these are new birds. I can't have any of them. In other words, anytime you have a Suffolk Muchan, we're Machmer, Asur. Another din, if you designated two birds and you find three, we don't say one came. You know what? We say all three. The two that you designated went away. All of these three are new. Hakolasu. But the opposite direction, if you were making three birds in this little hole, in the dovecote, and you come back next morning, there's only two. Then we say that the two that remained were the two. Mutarim. If you designated them while they were inside the cane, inside the nest, and you find them right in front of the nest, and there's no other nest, Elohain, and these are not birds that can fly, they can only hop around, then we again are good. In another corner, within 50 amma, which is another big klal about the 50 amma, that they go out 50 amma, still it's muted. Why? Because the birds that can only hop, they only hop in a straight line. And therefore, if they are straight in front of this nest, even though there's another nest in the angle, they did not come from that one. It's not a suffix. If there would have been a suffix, we would be machmed. It's not a suffix. Halach of Dagim Fish in large ponds. You know what it means to fish in a large pond? Even though it's in the large pond, if I want to fish, I have to go fishing. That means they're not trapped yet. And what did we learn? And we learned, what did we learn, Yakir, that trapping, I know it's la'echel nefesh, but you know what? I could have trapped it before. I couldn't have shachted it before. I couldn't have taken the fish out of the water. I wanted it to be fresher, but I could have done it before Yomtev. That's why you can't do this on Yomtev. So even though they are in a large pen, or chay and oif, shebibi baran gedolim, that are in large pens, or enclosures, kol if you still have to trap it, that the Balabayis says to his chevre, guys, bring me that trap for me to get it. That means he has to do another act of trapping. Then it's muksa, even though they were in the large pen. The ain't saw the noise of a and the imtzad lo yeyachlu. The imtzad achloimer. The chol shein imtzad achmetsuda. If it's already in a place where you don't have to trap it again, like in one jump, you got it. You don't need a trap to get it. So the noisim yamtiv vayichlu noisim. Chein chaya. If you have a wild animal shekinu abapardes that established a home in your orchard, which is near the city, which means people saw those animals. People saw the animal, that's number one. Because since it's near the city, Yakir, people saw it. Everyone had in mind before Yom Tov, I'm taking that tomorrow. All these types of traps, snares, that if the hunter spread them out from Erev Yom Tov, what's the Shiloh? And one second, when they go into that net, they're trapped. 
What's the question, Yakir? I'm going to wake up Yamtav morning and it's going to, there's going to be an animal in it. I don't know when did the animal go in it. If the animal would have been in it from before Yamtav, I can argue it's Muchan, even though I didn't meet it, but it's in my trap. But maybe it only got trapped today. That's the issue. Now, if a person makes a dam in a water conduit, you know why would they make a dam? Because when you stop a body of water from flowing, you know what happens? The fish gets stuck in there. And this is not in a Bieber Godel. The fish in these little dams, you can hop with your hand. That's what we say. If you, if you, if you stop the dam, it do, it's not like a trap in the wild that who knows, it might take another 12 hours for an animal to go in. In these ponds of water, the fish filled up right away. But why don't, don't we uh, view the trap that was Muhan before Yantav, right? The animal has to be there before Yantav. Right. So what, but the trap was Muhan before Yantav. What, why is, there, what, what is it a caution? Because I need to have the animal Muhan, not the trap. If the trap was empty and the animal only came in there last night, in mid-nacht, during Yantav, that animal was never Muhan. You have a building. Produce that was designated for use. That's important, right? Because for Shabbos, we said, even if Pedas Yakir were designated for Schoira, uh, on Shabbos is not Muksa. On Yom Tif, we learned in the last chapter that anything designated for Schoira is Muksa. These fruits, these produce, was designated to be eaten. But one second, Yakir. It became on, uh, you couldn't get there. You couldn't get there. Not, no, the food was designated to be eaten. But the house was closed in a way that you can't get to it. The only way you can get to it is, is, by, is by demolishing the house. Demolishing the house you can't do on Yantav. But now, by itself, the wall collapsed. That's the question. Do we look at it as muksa, because you could not have gotten to it? Or do we say, since this food was inherently designated for eating, there was an ingin chitsoini that was not allowing you to get there, and that thing went away. We say the latter. We're makel. Because the food was muhan, it was muhanim to be eaten. Huh? It's the exact same logic as, as the trap. Okay, go on. Sorry. What's the word over here? You're surveying fruit. Muksa guys means fruit that was said, yeah, care to be dried. Yeah. Prior to Yamtiv. That's good. In other words, unlike by the birds, where hasmana is only needed by pan, food that's on the Shemitah year, that the fruit is hefkid, and it's out there, you have to make a reshima on it. You have to do a physical thing on it. The guy brings a gift of fruit. What's my issue, Yakir? You know what the issue is? Maybe the guy harvested that food on Yom Tov. Now he has no halachic nemonus to ask him. Yeah, in other words, it's possible that the guy actually harvested it on Yom Tov. That's a problem. Or if he brings a chai oif as a dog in, a guy comes to you and he brings you a deer. Just imagine that picture. But it's something that he could have trapped on Yom Tov. That's a problem. And we don't say, ask him. He has no nemanus. And not only other erev, but v'yamten b'chtei she'yei yasu. That's maybe different. Maybe, maybe different. I don't think so by, by a tshura. Anyways, let's go right. Afilu hadas. Doesn't matter if it's a deer or it's a myrtle. 
You can't even smell it until the Erev. And not only that, and wait another 10 seconds, the time that it takes to cut it off. But that's only because it's possible that this was taken on Shabbos, and therefore it is Muktzah. But this for sure was already muhand before Yamtiv. It's old. You look at the myrtle, it's like looking at a rose, you understand you bought for your wife last week, you know, it comes a point where you know, it was not harvested today. You know that it was So there could be another issue. Did he bring it beyond the Tchum? Ah. So maybe Another than even something that came beyond the tchum, if it came for one Jew, for the Uven, Shimon can have it right away. Let's go right. A lot about firewood. People needed, you needed firewood. Today you have a gas, both for cooking and for eating. So I guess, wood, my friends, that fell off the tree on Yom Tiv, on Yom Tiv, that's what we're learning. Then I know it's when it was on the tree, you're not allowed to chop it off the tree on Yantav, so it's not Muchan, it's Muksa. Asalasika. That's called Moila. It came into the being. Before it was a tree, now it's firewood. But if it fell into the oven, do you have to go take it out? No, you don't have to take it out. You just have to be Mavatal it. Another case. Piles of straw, and storage, piles of wood. Brand new piles. Ain maschilin behembiyamtiv. Because if they were not specifically designated and designated, um, I'll tell you something, my friends. You know what's unique about Remember, because many people give it to animals. What are we saying? We're saying that why, why is it Muksa? Because, it, because prior to Yantiv, it wasn't yet designated to be firewood, because there was another usage of it. And therefore, if in this tavern there is a thorn, so you would not give it to animals, that means the only function of this is fuel, then it's already muhan. Okay. It's forbidden to chop wood. You're speaking about chop wood. Yakir, that has been designated for construction. But on Yom Tev, I want to chop off a piece. You can't do that. That's the whole word. Because if you're, if you're making a new piece that came into the, being, into the world now, that's called Noilot. But you know what? You know what's amazing? If you have a keli, I have a wooden cup. Now the wooden cup was not designated to be fuel. But since it was not muktza, I can change its designation on yamta for fuel. Complete, complete kalim. Avil mesikin bekalim shleimim. Or if kalim broke from before yamtiv, that means I already knew I'm going to use it for fuel. Similarly, a goizem that you ate from the ed of yamtiv. Now you have the shells. The shells are great fuel. So then Masikim can play Because it's automatic. When it comes to these items, it's considered even for Yomtev. We're more Mahmud automatically designated for fuel. But if you ate them on Yomtev, so if you ate them on Yomtev, how will we view the shells, Yakir? That Amamda says, Noilad. So then, happens to be that Ramam says there are other opinions that say Pumfakert. The the opposite. That if you ate them out of Yomtev, why? Because, because, 
What if you had One second, one second. Because they were In other words, if when Yantav came in, look how the irony. If when Yantav came in, there were already shells. I think he's saying they're not automatically designated as fuel. I think it means, Yakir, since it's oichel, it's oichel, even though you, you, you ate them, until you designated them to be fuel, I think that's what it means, it's still going to be yasser. Faket, if you ate it, ayyamtiv, since before you ate it, it was oichel, oichel is not muksa. It's like, it's like a keli, he says that a shleimim, a keli shalom can be burnt for fuel. Ayat wasn't designated for fuel, but it's not muksa. So that is for opening the door for my question. What if the olam was in a in a way that people know that they eat in the klipa going to for fuel? Then it's okay. Anyway, the Ramam, that's the first nusach. Then no, it's no, a, no, no, no. Oh yeah, that's the first. No, no, no. Halacha yud gimel. it's too late it's not called the klipa only came into the world on Yom Tov. Right, but then you, they, you know you, that, that noil is also. Let's go weiter. Allah yud gimel. Koitz ratoiv. If you have a freshly cut thorny branch, it's muksa. Why? Because it's not fit to be. Uh, you don't put it in the fireplace. And since you can't do it for that, also loy la soy soy to make it into a shaput, into a spit. Litzleis by bossa vechin chachayoyitzabazem. Halacha yudalid noitl eitzamasamachom ledafni sukamasikam behem. If you have wood that's placed next to the walls of a hut, it doesn't only mean a sukam yamtiv. It's not part of the building. Part of the building is going to be muksa. If you took it apart, it was placed next to it. You understand? You could use it for fuel. Aval ein mevi neitzem in asada. Look at the chiddush. Even if you gather them in the field, you know why? Because food, uh, 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 fuel, potential fuel, that's gathered in the field, in the field, if it's in the field, it wasn't meant to be used as fuel. The question is, can you kindle it in the field? You could do it in the field. Next. If you have other twigs that were gathered and stored in a private domain, that you could do. Even if it's in an area that was surrounded, it was designated for fuel. Now one second, what happens if it was designated in an area that you can't get in? That's already worse. But here the Ramam is saying, that area has to have a Pesach. So Pesach means, guys, it has to have a gate, it has to have a lock, it has to be Shaykh to get to it. And it has to be betech tchum shabbos. Stam lohoy that Ramam wrote before about food. That's not fuel. By food we said halachetes that even though it was in a building that had no gate and lock, if on shabbos the, the, the wall fell, you could take. By fuel it has to have a poisachas. The im chesem kolachad charemutz halachetes vav alikonav alikafanim leaves or reeds leaves of vines even though they are mechunasim they are collected by karpev karpev is in any type of enclosure. Not, it's not good enough. Why is it not good enough? Yakir, because it's very light. And anything that can be blown by the wind, you can't say, ah, it was, sep- it was designated for fuel. Yudab al knew, probably it won't be here tomorrow morning. It, it could be dispersed. There's a certain amount of likelihood, enough to say, and there are asurim. But th- therefore, if you put a keili covet, if you took an action, 
which you knew you were, you were confident, can it be blown away? Yeah, it doesn't matter. Then already, Allah Look how much about fuel was very practical. Everyone needed this. Cipher food, cipher heating. Means you knew it's going to die. So it's considered already designated for animal food, and therefore you can cut it up like lavim. The im lav, you didn't know it's going to die on yamtiv. So hoyel v'loy hoysa datol leho, harezu muktza v'loy asenam amikaymon. And similarly, behemas kachim shemesa or truma that's tamei loy yizizenam amikaymon. All muktza halachat yezait dogim v'oifish chayu shem muktza. Once they are muktza, listen to this now. Ain mashkin oisim yamtiv, and you can't give them a zoynis because they might end up taking it. You know what we're talking about? We're talking even about animals that you're mechuyiv to feed. Even animals that you're mechuyiv to feed, you cannot feed directly. Now there's dinim in Shulchan Aruch. You can place the food far away for them. That you could do. You're, they're, they're animals. First taste. What, what animals can you feed on Yontif? Your foods and which other animal? A dog. Yeah, you, you can. Because you could. Anyone's dog. But not directly. Here, that's what we're saying. The chol... You understand? If the, if the animal is muktzah. If the animal is muktzah. You know which animal? The only animal that's not muktzah is an animal that you designated to eat. Remember that. Okay. And Taka, your pets are muktzah. Your pets are muktzah. Even on Shabbos. So what if they need to go on a walk? So that's the whole dinam and You can take them on a walk, even with a leash. Even with a leash. But what you cannot do is you cannot lift them up. Halacha yutches. That's why many people hesitate to have pets because... It's common, you pick them up, you move them around. There's a problem on Shabbos and on Yom Tov. Now, the final Allah of this chapter is Hamachnis, offer made of Yom Tov. You gathered earth. Earth, we said, is Muktzah. So, if I brought earth into my house, my friends, and I put it down as a floor, if I put it down as a floor, you know what it is? It's floor, it's Muktzah. I can walk on it, but I can't take it. But as long as it's clear, it's not another layer to my flooring. No, people, we said this in Elcha Shabbos, people would put earth in their house on the side, so if someone throws up, if, if there's some lichluch, you can cover it. That's good, that's not Muktzah. No, it's, it's not part of the floor. It's called Muchan. But if it only got burnt on Yom Tev, so I guess if it's still very hot and it's at least good enough to, to, to fry an egg, it's still considered fire. How beautiful. Why? Because it's noilod, which is also on Yom Tev. A person had an iron shaft implanted in the ground. Now guys, if I have an iron shaft implanted in the ground, Yakir, I lechatchila should not remove it. This whole halacha is if someone did remove it, <coughs> the The issue is not about the iron shaft. The issue is offer came up with it. So if that offer was toicheyach, it's powderly. For example, dam But if it came up as a gush offer, then there's an iser of tchina, and therefore Beautiful. Moving on to today's third chapter, Perek Shlishi of Hilchashvisas Asar is going to focus on hachana of food on Yom Tev. So we already introduced in the first chapter the big, aside of the lesser type of punishment for Yom Tev, but also the big hetter of ach asher yei ochel, 
right? Oichel nefesh is muter. Let's learn a lot about hachana for oichel. Taka. Sometimes it's too much, too far back, where it wouldn't have made a difference whether you did this anyantiv or prior that you cannot do it. And then the step forward that you could do it anyantiv, even if it's only machshir oichel nefesh, as we'll see in this chapter. This chapter has seventeen halachas, beginning with halacha aleph. Chevra mamish ganeidim. Halacha aleph. Mish oyeloi offer muchen. You had ash. Uh, earth that was prepared, or ash that was prepared. We're going back to the final, we ended up in the, in the in Patek Sheni, about that when you shecht a behema, you don't have to cover the blood with earth. You don't. In a shlach place today, of animals, there'll be blood flowing. But the Torah says that by both by Yechaya and by Yehoif, there's a mitzvah to cover it, and let's deal with that. Now, if you don't have offer that's prepared, we also spoke about there's the issue of tchino midoiraisa. Then there's the Isr Dirabanan, Muktza. It's Muktza, it wasn't designated. But if the earth was designated, Mutalatalatalay. And now that you have the, uh, the ability to fulfill the mitzvah of Kisoy Dab, Be'afar, Hadeza Shaykhet, even a Chayv Aif, or Machasa Damam, Bad, Ve'im, Ein Layafar Muchan, or Eiferoi, because you don't only have to cover a dafka with offer. Whatever is needed, if you don't have it, so then you know what we say? We don't say Shacht it now and cover it Matza Yamtiv. Lachatchila, we say don't Shacht. Now another nuance, a very interesting thing. There's a beria that's a suffix chayim behema. In halacha, what is that? There's two things. Either a crossbreed, guys, remember goat and a deer. I'm saying goat and a deer because the goat is a behema, does not need kisui. The deer does. You have to know the father or the mother. Then there's another type of suffix, which is called the koi or kvi. It's a certain type of animal that is a Suffolk, so you can't shecht it on Yantif. And if you shecht it, lo yechasadami adla erif. And that's, afilo hayeloi ofer muchan hayefer. Why? Shema yemir aroya chayev adoisi. Now, guys, aside of this din of kisri damba offer, in which ironically chayev oif, obligated, behema not obligated, there's the opposite. That chayev of a behema is osur bekaris. It's worse than chazer. Chayev chayev. To eat. So hold on. Everyone knows that even earth that was muchan, just even earth that's muchan, you can only carry it l'tzoyrach. When I shecht a koi, a kvi, the crossbreed during the week, and I cover it, no one is going to think that I'm deciding that it's a chaya. Um, no one will think that. Because I have a suffix. But since on Yom Tev you can only carry offer, even offer that's not muktzah, only lutzoyrech. If I'm going to shech this on Yom Tev, even though I had offer that's not, and I'm going to cover it, people are going to say, aha, they're covering it on Yom Tev. If there would be a suffix, whether it's a chay or a behemoth, they wouldn't cover it. People would say that. So why are they covering it? Because it's a chay. And, and therefore, they're going to eat the chaylev. It's a vadechaya, and that's why they covered it beyomtiv. The yavai yoroi lahatel chalboi halacha beis. Chena sheichet chayva oif merav yomtiv shechted before yomtiv, and you didn't cover the blood, which you should have. You know what the din is. Lo yechasad on beyomtiv. Why anything that you could you should have done this before? Shachad dehem chayva oif beyomtiv. Together now there's a mixture of blood in the side of damim. That's mamish like you learned by the koi, you see, because you can only carry the offer for that which you're chayev to carry. There's gonna, some of it, you're not chayev, it's amazing. We don't say 
cover it for the chalik that you're chayev. We say, don't wait until the night. But only if, you, with one shovel full, you cover it, you're not doing extra, then it's a chaseyu. So then, it's common that because of the five halachas of shechita, right, including, you don't want the knife to be nicked. So in the makem ha gufa, maybe there's a little pebble, misubach, in the hair. So every time they separate it, you can even rip it out with your hands. Now, geziza is a molacha. He's saying that the, the, the doing it biyad, which is a shinoi, which if anything is midrabanan, is allowed, which will allow you the shechita, but then don't remove the hair. But by a bird, it's worse. You can't pull out a feather. You know why? Because that's not called a shini. That's the way they did it. And that notes, doing, the rule is, guys, any melachim that's done bishinoi, you take it down a notch. You take it down a notch. So if you can take it down a notch, then because of Tzoyrech Echel Nefesh, you can do it. But when it comes to doing something that's kedarkoi, like taking out a feather, you may not do an dalid. And by the way, that means that if the only way you can confidently shecht this chicken is by removing a feather, which you may not do, don't shecht it. It's like we learned in the beginning of this chapter. We don't say that you don't have offer, you don't have meat. Don't if you didn't designate offer koydim lechatchila. Don't shech the animal. Halachadalat. What about skinning hides? So he says you can skin it, but you know what you may not do? You cannot begin the process making it into leather. That's not oichol nefesh, and that's mamash one of the malachas. Lo yim lo because that's called ibud. Ibud is, you know, the malacha of leather making. The nimso is a malacha which is lo Now hold on, there's going to be a hefset because if you don't begin the process, it can get ruined. So you can find ways of not losing the money. We already learned that even in Hilcha Shabbos, you can't make money on Shabbos. You can do things to prevent money loss. In order for many people, when they walk there to trample on it, and that will make sure that it won't get lost. There's another than in Shulchan Aruch, that you can place these hides in a cool place, in the shade. We don't say muksa. No, it's, you can move it in order for it not to get ruined. Because it's a, leather is very expensive. If I know that if I shech the animal, I won't be able to salvage the hide, I'm going to be afraid to shech. And then, Another din. Another hetin. You can't salt it. But you know what you're going to do? When you're salting the meat to roast, salt it on top of the hide. So some of the salt will fall over. Salt a piece over here, then salt a piece over here, salt a piece over here. You're going to end up salting the whole thing. That you can make this type of aroma that's only when you salt for roasting. Why? Because so it's not that much. No, it's, it shouldn't be mamish a lot of salt. But if you are salting it like a data, now guys, we, we're going to learn this a lot. When you salt, like nowadays, like a data, hoo, 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 you have to really salt it. Then too much salt is going to fall on the hide. That already is leather preparing. You cannot salt the fats. You cannot turn over the fats. You cannot spread them out. You have to figure out what to do, taka not to lose it. Now, on one hand, we say, if you're going to lose that part of the animal, you're not going to shecht it. So we try to deal with that, but there's a limit. Halacha <laughs> If a person will skin an animal, so there was a certain technique called 
Regal, remember? Regal. What was that technique? That you begin by one of the legs and the whole hide remains intact. That's called Tircha Yaseira. That's not needed. And why can't you do it? Tircha Yaseira. And it's not needed. You cannot cut handles into the meat if you do it. Right? You know, the Isra is only if you're using a knife. These are called either Uvda Dechoyl or Tircha Yaseira. You're going to have the food anyways. That's okay. Similar basar to make sure that you know which piece is which piece. Halacha, and it's kosher, not treif, etc. Halacha zayin. Mulgan Esarois, you are allowed to pour hot water over the head, over the feet. They would also singe the hairs with fire. That's something that is permitted. All of this, my friends, is called Tzorech Oichel Nefesh. That's the way you prepared food. But what can you not do? But you cannot remove the hair. Avol ein toiflin oisan b'charsis with a shard or with clay. That's already uvda dechayl. Nor can you cut it with scissors. In other words, you have to do it in an unusual week. Week they, uh, this whole sugi of uvda dechol is always difficult, but that's the uh, that's here uh, one application. The chayd in goyzes in a sayorik, but the spoilish like preparing vegetables in a decorative fashion. You know, decor with with yukalim, not needed. Avol masakin in a sayorichal sheish by koitzim, but if you're not doing it for decoration, you're doing it to remove uh, the koitzim like a kinderes, arctic chokes, the akaviyos kardun. I have no idea what they are. That can be done because there it's not about um, beauty. It's about functionality. It's about functionality. You are allowed to need a large dawanyamtiv. What's the chiddish? Even though you're not going to eat all of it. But as we learned in the previous chapter or in two chapters ago, that anything that's made ultimately to be baked, since when you bake one loaf in the oven, that one loaf will taste better if the oven is filled with other loaves. So all of these doughs are needed for the one bread that you're going to eat, for it to be even better. If you need a dough from Erev Yantif, that means you could have been mafresh challah, but you didn't. Too late. But if you lasha b'yantiv, which you are allowed to do because it's fresher, so if you are allowed to do the act of lisha on yantiv, which you are allowed, you had no breda prior to. So then mafresh memeno chalvenoisin What happens if the isas tameya oishinit masachala? And now, my friends, what's the pshat? It's not oichal nefesh even for the koyin. Lo yevashul asachala. Lo yevashul means uh, don't bake. Don't bake the challah. And you can't even burn it on Yontif because So the question is, why don't we say So the Rambam says because Yontif is a, both an Esa and a Loisase. And burning Kachim, which includes today when you burn Midrabanan, the whole Chalas Midrabanan, it's Esa, ain't Esa Doicha. Beautiful. So what should you do? Well, wait until the night and burn it. What happens if it's Yontif Shal Pesach? You know, they would make bread, they would make uh, matzah on Yontif, on Pesach. So then if you're going to leave it, Tachmitz, 
And you're not, you can have a dough that's tummy. A person doesn't have money. That's the dough that they have. So the eight is Gavaldik. And that's a din in Hilchas Chala. That even though we learned this in Mishnayis, we learned this in the Sugis, that even though, of course, you should designate Chala when you make it into a dough. But if a person forgot to do so, they could designate it after it was baked. They have to gather it in a basket. So here, Lachat Chila, you separate it after it, once it was baked already. It's not going to become chametz. Yeah. Then at night burn it. And by the way, when you make matzah today, you always do it. Because today we're with the 18 minutes, the 18 minutes. So they make the matzah. They gather everything from this batch in a basket. And they're mafresh chala today as matzah. Lo yafresh as a chala because it might be because then you can't burn it. If you can't burn it, God forbid, it's going to be common to chametz. Elo yoyfes kol isatemeya, and then your mafresh chalalachem, beautiful halacha yud, einoifin bepurnei chadashom. You may not bake in a new earthenware oven. Why not? Because it might crack. And who cares? Yeah, because then the bread is going to get ruined, and then you're not going to have some chasyantiv. So we sell it's an animal that fell off a roof. And you're going to have to make a bedika afterwards that I'm on Paskins, you can shech that on Yontif because maybe it's going to be kosher. Here the vort is not because if it's going to crack, the bread won't be edible. Maybe it wouldn't crack. The problem is, is that uh, like you won't have simchas Yontif. You cannot rake out a tanavik You cannot rake it out. But you could press it down. You would imagine that a new utensils, you, can, you have more to be summer on. It's like a new car for the first 3,000 miles, you're in big trouble. No, 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 no. It can break. Now, one second. Here we're speaking, you have to get like this. If I have an oven that has fire in it that I cannot bake without removing it, I can remove it. The first part of Allah Yud is, is that it's making it difficult for me. That's not enough. But the im e efshel efes boya litzlays only if I rate it out. Well, then it's toider chayichol nefesh. Then mutter. Another thing, the soismen piyatanur. I am allowed to cover the tanur. This will make the food bake better, right? Because it's going to keep all the air out. I am allowed to use tid, vodefesh shebesvivas anor mud, other sediments that's around the lake could be used. Ah, uh, why? Because it's not muksa. In other words, vuhu shadich by me'emish. That's the word. It, 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 I, I went around the river Yakir and I made it soft. It's not just verbal hasmana. I made it soft. That means it's not muksa, and I can put it on. Avol gabaltid bechlal to make maranyantiv is normally asur. Gavaldik. That's the rule. So you cannot make maranyantiv. It's not something that you could, have, you could have done it before. You can use what's there if it's not moksa. Now the final halacha is, is that I am allowed to add water into ashes. I'm doing this to, to, to mix. To mix. So there's a, there's a halachic concept that there's no gibble by afer, by ashes. So again, the guy has an oven. Today we closed the door. They didn't have doors. They want to cover it with some type of mud. So if the mud is not moksa, they can use it. Right. To add to the mud, you can't. But mutalagabala so afer. And the list piyatanur, because of the klal, it's called Ein Gibel Be'efer. That's the Gemara, that's the Sugi. Halacha Yudalot. Let's go write it. This is a great Chazara. Tanur Rikiraim Chadoshim. You have a new Tanur Rikiraim. Ein Sochen Esu B'Shamah B'Yamtiv. You may not smear it with oil. Why not? Yaki, remember? Asur L'Sakin Keli B'Yamtiv. You would do it for Tikkun Keli. But the Ein either shotin or toshin, different girsois. Oisam b'matlis, you may not rub it with a cloth. It's also tikkun keili. Ve'ein mafigin oisam b'tsoinan kadei lachasman, you may not apply cold water to seal it. Tikkun keili. 
But if you want to do any of the above, yakir, to make it functional, and you need to be functional in order for you to bake, the mishvela f is you may not heat stones to, to, to uh, fry on it or to bake on it. Why? Because the heating of the stones will seal the stones. You are allowed to heat or bake in an in a in a in a uh, in a earthenware oven. You can warm up water in a cauldron. You remember, Yakir, what was the issue? I forgot, I looked up yesterday. Why? What, what, why what's the, the issue is like this, is that these large, these large water cauldrons, you know that some of this water will remain for after Yom Tif. Doesn't matter. That's what you have. You're like, like you shecht an animal for one kezayis. I, the rest will be for tomorrow. I'm warming up water. I, the keli is so big that it's going to last me the whole week. It's not a problem. Let's go right. You may not curdle cheese on yontif. May not make cheese on yontif. Why? Because cheese, my friends, you could have done before. It's not going to be fresher. In contrast, you can crush um, herbs. You know why? Because if you would have crushed them from Erev Yantiv, they would lose some of their taste. Avol melach, but salt, sometimes salt has to be ground. Why? Because salt would not change. You could have done it before. Now you can do it. So you can tilt the pestle. You can crush it with a plate. Make a shinoi. That's the rule, guys. Making a shinoi is the big solution. And why can't you do it? Because if you would have done it, what you should have done, the salt does not change. Another thing, you may not grind pepper in a pepper mill. You know why? You can crush these pilpulin in a normal pestle. That's not called. You may not crush groats in a large grinder. You can only crush it in a small grinder. By the way, it says in Shulchan Aruch that nowadays we lost the tradition of what's considered large, what's considered small, so you may never crush it. And in Eretz Yisrael, even Bektana also. Question is why? I'll tell you why. Because crushing groats to make hot cereal, if you would have crushed it yesterday, it would have tasted just as good today. Okay, now let's go to flour. Moving, moving on flour. It's amazing. Lenny came back. All food items. Here you go. Flour. Even though you sifted it on Erev Yomtev and you already moved all the bran, which is what you had to do, which is what you had to do. So, if a pebble fell in on Yantav Yakir, if a sliver of wood fell in, then uh, you can do it again. If not, you can't do it again. Now, people would like to do it more than once. Remember, in the, by, by Benochas, I think they did it 13 times. You, can't, you did it once, you can't do it. Now, Imshina, Mutab. What's Ashina? Shirakad Machoide Hanofa. Shirakad Algabe Yashuchan. No, it's, guys, there's two, two things. You already did it once before. You want to make it even finer? Bishina, you can do it. You may remove the grain from husks. I want you to know people would do it, push it as a nash. You can do it. You can remove legumes from their pods. You're removing oichel from the psoilus. We don't say you could have done it from before. You can do it on yantiv. 
And al yod al yod You have to get rid of the clipper, right? So you can use both of your hands, Yakir. You're going like this. You're waving with all your koyach with both of your hands to remove the clipper. That's okay. Why is it okay? All of this is unusual. First taste. And more, even if you're using a tray or a pot. Yod al yod, if I understand. Yod al yod means you're using your hands. And you can use a keli, but you cannot use a sifter, you cannot use a kvara to get rid of, in other words, you cannot do it in the usual way. You know how they would do it? They would put it in a tamchoy. It's not a, tamchoy means a plate with drawers. I would put something in a plate. I would tilt a plate. You know what would happen when you tilt a plate? The heavier parts roll down. The lighter, the clipper stays above. These are unusual ways of separating, which is muted, but don't use a normal nafa. Now, there's another thing. By Shabbos, remember the, the rule of Ayal? Oichel from Soilus. Yud is Yad and Lamad Alter. Here we're saying that when, when I'm using the Ka'ara, but what the problem is, is that I'm separating the Psoilus from the Oichel. When am I allowed to remove, even with the Shinoi, but the Psoilus from the Oichel? Only when it's easier. Because there's more Oichel than the Psoilus, and Oichel Nefesh, so I can spend less time. So it's actually going to be easier to do what you do on Shabbos. So then, yes, but the Rambam writes, it's not just about quantity, it's about ease. What happens? For whatever reason. Even when the Oichel is Meruba. So then, do what is going to be... No, one second. Then you can do the harder. Do what's, do what's easier. That's the word on Yontif. And the final halach of this chapter, Do not filter mustard using the filter designated for that purpose. Why? Because it looks like boiled, even though it's not really boiled. Now let me tell you something, a big rule. When you sift mustard, you have to know, both parts are usable. Both parts are usable. And I know we spoke out on Shabbos that if for you it's not, you don't want this, it's, it, it, then it's kiboided. That's the issue. So don't do it. But you know what you can do? You can put an egg in this masnanis. When you put a, a raw egg, you have to know how to do these things. Um, the raw egg will force the mustard go down by itself. It's going to be refined naturally. That's allowed. Another case. What happens if you already have a filter hanging over a container, then you can put wine in it. Then you can put wine in it on Yontif. What are you doing with the filter? You're getting rid of the Shemadamlach. But don't hang it. Why? Because hanging the filter is Uvda Dachol. But that, for that, for Uvda Dachol, you can be Marim. I want to hang the filter to be Meshamar Diyan. You know what I can do? I can say, I'm hanging up the filter because in the filter I'm going to put pomegranates. And then I'm going to filter it. But the, the Ramam says you have to actually put Rimoinim. You have to actually put Rimoinim. And then you put Lotoicha Shemarim so the wine will filter through to be continued.